Oh, there we go. Kathy Tricoli. 11 a.m. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa. A live imaging Tuesday. Everything does change. Slee? I don't remember. What was the reference that I said everything changes? Andy said something about Houston and sushi. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. But ever, this was a jam. What was the year? I think 1994. Kathy Tricoli was singing Everything Changes and hot AC radio stations across America were playing it. Do you have any slang terms you use right now that are outdated, you think? I got a Bam! whole... <laughs> yeah, Bam's a good one. I got a bit I do with the, the problem social... is I like the Bam. Oh, some people don't. I am like I am public enemy number one right now on the Mason Island Reddit page. Shocking. It always okay. rotates between like the Cams, me, Ramona, and Berg. They just do a rotation. But I'm I'm they did That's like a very random four to be rotated. Now not if you spend time on the Mason Island Reddit page. Okay. But I digress. They are now infiltrating Twitter. They don't like the Houston talk today on the show. So, but we appreciate you listening. They always say they're not going to listen, but then they keep an up-to-date troll of what's going on on the show. So they know the Houston. They know what's going on with the sushi. They know everything going on. <laughs> Speaking of Mason and Ireland, mm-hmm. producer Emily has an update. Yeah. Apparently, shocking, Mason stealing our bits. I'm just going to lay this out there a little bit. Okay. So uh, what is our show known for? What's Travis and Sliwa's show known for? There's a lot of things we're known for, but what's one thing that- Lakers talk. Food. Come? Food is a huge thing. It's a snake a draft. Oh. Yeah, snake draft is another one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Travis loves to go on long soliloquies <laughs> about food, about things that he likes to do. So uh, starting last week, so Islands came in. And Islands is lovely. Islands was so good, really yummy. Um, but they came in, and it was for Mason and Ireland. But they wouldn't even let us sniff the food until Mason and Ireland went. So okay, again, taking some of our, the the food stuff away from Travis and Sleepy Show. And then yesterday, I was listening to the show, and they brought Mason brought up not once but twice a lot of food talk. Uh, he was going through these like big long menus that he had with like NutraFit. I can't remember what the second one was. So you got a little going, bit of a beef with Mason. He's here going on a of, long time about menus. Like, man, That's our all, stuff. It all began when they stole the blame pie from me and Brian, mm-hmm. and then they got enabled <laughs> for years and years and They've years. Been allowed to do this. Yeah, I mean, if you let them keep getting away with it, yeah. they will. And now the gall—they don't even do the show together anymore. No. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and if if Mace said today, you know what, guys, I'm really hungry. Would you text him and be like, you can't talk about food? Not, a, not cannot, no. That's our thing. Talk about food. We have it copyrighted. It's Travis and Sleepless Show talks about food, and that's our that's our that's our lane. Their lane is everything else. They can take everything else. All right, tell me why you hate San Diego State University and everyone from San Diego, real quick. No, okay. Make yes. it clear. Okay. Nothing against the people of San Diego, okay. San Diego State, and I told you, I genuinely felt for you in this loss because you were so hyped, and this was a hell of an experience for you guys to go down there. And I really did feel bad that you went through all this. Okay. By the way, I don't feel bad. It was an incredible experience. Okay. But yes. Your team, yeah. Alan, is uneffing watchable. They are awful. That Come on, is call, the, call them gutless. That is, They're gutless. <laughs> that is <laughs> one of the worst entertainment experiences in sports okay. I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. I, I texted this to Travis during the game. Mm-hmm. I am angry at you right now for not being in tomorrow because that means I have to watch this bleepin' bleepin' ugly game. The only one I've watched in the entire tourney. Sweet Jesus, college hoops is torture. There was one point in this okay, game. Okay, so is it a college hoops thing or is it more San Diego State? Well, San Diego, San Diego State, State takes it to another level. Well, yeah, they didn't help. Yeah, they, they, they did not help. Let level. me put this in perspective. At mm-hmm. one point in this game, UConn went on an 8-0 run to reach 14 points in 
nine yeah, minutes 14 to 10. into this game. 14 to 10. There was one point San Diego State is down 22 to 12 after missing 12 straight shots. There's 11 a point, minutes or so they yeah, can score. Uh, Jim Nance like points out how SDSU is running their favorite play, the screen dribble handoff, to which I thought, yeah, it's their only play. It's only play. Wow. They run it every no, single it's only play, play down. You had seven assists, Allen, for the entire game. They had two at game. the half. The entire two at the half. game. I was looking at the box score. Like, when it was, was halftime, did you halftime feel show? like doing like a halftime like scoreboard like I was you do looking, for the Lakers? I was looking at the box score yeah. as if like I was about to go on the mic. Five minutes elapsed My into the like, second. Sip your beer. What are you doing? It took five minutes into the okay. second quarter before okay. your first bench player you scored at all. Let me ask you a question. Boring. You're not wrong in everything that you just said. You're not wrong. It's the only way they win games. I'm not saying by going on a eleven it ain't minute drought, not eleven minutes. It's minute not drought. worth it. Man. It's the only way they win games is just this kind of muddy the water, make it look ugly, doesn't have to look pretty, play against completely play no. opposite of what the other team is lose doing. Lose with dignity. <laughs> lose with dignity. Lose with. Well, they panache, got it to within five. With flair. I was shocked they got it to within five. Dude, they're down sixteen. Got it to within five. Connecticut would hit big bucket after big bucket. Uh, it was torture. okay. So as a as a SDSU Aztec fan, I almost like when people don't like the product. Like when people, because it's re- they're relevant, right? So the fact that you're even complaining about San Diego State University is like the biggest compliment I think anybody <laughs> could give. Because when else have you ever talked about San Diego State University? I mean, this was there the, hasn't been anything to talk about. This was the only game I watched in the entire tournament from start to finish. They won their last two games to get to the finals by a total of two points. How many did they score? Six? Uh, there was like a 62-61. I, actually, they got into 70s against, uh, against Whoa! FAU. Whoa, showtime. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> F- 70s for Seven San Seven seconds State. or less San Diego State over there. Do you remember there? that double overtime game, Clippers and Sacramento, earlier this year? It was yeah. like 176, 175, whatever that was. That was when San Diego State hit 70. Uh, that's basically what that accomplished. I mean, again... I was genuinely rooting for you, genuinely felt bad when you didn't get your win after all that buildup. Yep. My God, Alan, your team is unwatchable. That's okay. That's okay. That's a compliment to me. That's a compliment that you even- It's not men as well. That you have that much effort, that you have that much passion to share that with me about my school is actually a compliment. I'm actively angry okay, at I have, you. I have a question. I have a question for <laughs> During you. this game. Tell me of all your sports allegiances, mm-hmm. okay? It could be as a kid. It could be where you sit today. Who is a team that you love watching the most? Lakers. Okay. All right. Is Maybe there... not all these recent incarnations, but they are the team I care about the most. Okay. Um, as a kid, what, what was it baseball? Was it basketball? Was as it? a kid, it was the St. Louis football Cardinals okay. for a while, or those 80s baseball Cardinals teams, which were incredibly entertaining. Have you ever gone as a fan to a championship game, as a fan, to one of these sporting events? And I'll tell you yes. why I'm getting there. I, I've gone to, when I was a kid, I went to one of the 82 World Series games that the Cardinals eventually ended up winning that thing. Okay, so I only I only put it that way because, you know, here in L.A., Maybe it's these Dodger playoff runs that you've had over the last 10 years or so. Uh, and unfortunately, the only World Series you get, it's not even here. It's in Texas, I think, is where they where they played the um, where they played the World Series. Um, maybe it's a Laker fan, but 2020, you didn't get a chance to experience it. So now you got to go back to 
2010. Were you at that game, the Game 7, Boston Celtics, Los Angeles Lakers? Which I was, but part of it was work. But the other part of it was I'm also here for the Game 7. I don't go to many sporting events that's not work-related. Well, yeah. we In our industry, in a yes. lot of ways, you, le- you lose that. So yesterday, and Saturday as well. So Saturday for the Final Four, you're at the game. You're drinking before the game. You're it's but I, I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out like what to do here. I'm like, what am I allowed to drink? Am I not? Of course you are, right? But it's just you don't go to sporting events without it usually being for work. I'm sitting in my seat and it's like, all right, I don't want to sit here for four. I don't want to sit here for forty minutes. I want to. There was a point yesterday, partially is because San Diego State couldn't score. It was during that drought. I went and took a walk. <laughs> you have to be more specific. Listen, listen. I went and took a walk. I went in the 100 section. I just went all the way around the stadium. And w- whether I was in the state section or the Connecticut section or just kind of working my ra- working my way around, when it's not for work. Listen, for the Lakers, I still get nervous as if I'm a nine-year-old child. But it, it was so unique these last couple of days to be there. It's I've never been to a Final Four before, so it's the first time I've ever been to that type of an event. But your school is actually oh, in it. dude. I don't blame you for getting caught up in this at all. I, not one bit. I'm just saying, if you are somebody mm-hmm. that is not specifically tied to SDSU... Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Like, I get that. Your, I, uh, your basketball program is like a war crime. It's <laughs> it's that unfathomable. Like It is that unconscionable. It's not that bad. Yeah, you know, It really yesterday is. Yesterday was that bad. bad. No, yesterday was that bad, but it's not that bad. College basketball in general is bad. College basketball, you go watch any game, pick any game you want in college basketball. Connecticut is a really good product to watch. They know what they're doing. They hit free throws. They, I mean, It's as good as it gets. There are not a lot of college basketball programs that look like that. In the Final Four game against FAU, they had so many times where they could have won the game outright. That Gonzaga be- lost by 30. But to San Diego State could not get a free throw to save their Princeton life. Princeton beat Arizona. Like it's not like, and if you watch college basketball, it's you have basically more athletes than you do actual basketball players. That's a. I'm not arguing for San Diego State. I'm just telling you that college basketball is not a good product. Period. Uh, man, State takes it to another level. Ooh, yes, yes, you really do. Let's get to the national championship. I'll take my chances there. Yeah, doing all right, I'd say. I mean, Taylor, I think you understand, right? You understand it as long as you're as long as you're getting there. Grit and grind. Um, it's not worth it. Okay, so <laughs> we talked about uh, load management. So the NBA is trying to do everything they can to control load management. And I don't know if the rules that they're coming up with, and I don't know how you feel about load management. I hear a lot of people kind of chattering and talking about load management. I hear a lot of people saying that, you know, I'm not even going to watch the game anymore. I hear a lot of that, but I don't know if it's affecting the actual product night in, night out, ticket sales, revenue, uh, ratings, any of that stuff. Is load management the biggest problem that the NBA has? We're going to get to that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So you got to blame it on the boogie. Look at Taylor going deep off that, that. This was when it was the Jacksons. wasn't Michael yet, and it wasn't the Jackson 5. It was the Jacksons in the late 70s. They also singing in Pitch Perfect. Oh, who knew? I didn't know it was a picture. I didn't know. John Ireland would know. know He would know. But he doesn't show up here anyway. Quarter after 11 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday. Who's John Ireland? You can hear him at 6 o'clock for the Lakers game, Lakers Jazz. Four games left on the push to the playoffs. Meanwhile, last segment we talked about, shockingly, Steve Mason is stealing bits. Not a new trend. But he's stealing bits from oh. this show specifically. Producer Emily, you want to reset? Berg stormed well. in here too. <laughs> well, in. I've never seen. Him. I, I got doors heavy you, too. <laughs> oh no, that's exactly what's going to happen. It started last week when uh, you know our lovely sponsor I- Islands uh, brought in food for Mason and Ireland. But that we we had talked about it on our show, and then they got to talk about it on our show. But the food usually comes during Travis and Sliwa, which is fine. But we weren't able to have it until after the show was over, and then. Uh, Yesterday, Mason, not once but twice, had long soliloquies about food, and I think that he's just taking Apparently, some we stuff have from Travis Rogers. Food. You have trademark food. Yes, yes, that's what's happening here. So let me just start off with the second one when he was talking about the Masters dinner. Has anyone trademarked sports? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen here, Slee. Where are you listening to? But no, that was I didn't something- say it. <laughs> he Mason actually said, we're going to do something really hacky coming back. And it's going yeah. to be about f- the Masters lunch or dinner. dinner. Championships. The, the, the champions. Exactly. Dinner. So talking the about food is hacky dinner. now? Which we no, also no, did that two specific weeks ago. Thing, that specific thing. Oh, wait. Thing. No, that dig is the best dig of all. Oh, two weeks ago. You did ago. it two weeks ago. Yeah. Ooh. He actually wrote it down. You think Mason wrote it down and said, in two weeks, I can bring this up <laughs> That again. one sticks. <laughs> the other thing is, Mason and I have only been doing this for 30 years. 30 years. You're going to try oh, and we trademark know. food? We know. You're going to try and trademark <laughs> food? You think they've never talked about food before? Look at Andy again over there. Andy's nervous right now. I'm not nervous. Andy's nervous. That talked about food for two years. For 30 years, they've been talking about food. Christopher Holmes over in the Travis and Sliwa community tweeted out, Lanes define Sliwa and Travis, food, dogs, parenting, secret agent talk, ramen. Taylor Taylor Swift talked to it. Taylor Swift, that should have been. Probably ran out of characters. Um, (laughs) Some of those. Mason and Ireland, weed, golf, Gated communities, sleep supplements, and DoorDash. No food specifics, though. You can add to it everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Mason and Ireland have access to everything else. All right, then I want to apologize to the Mason and Ireland Well, you didn't do Christopher Holmes and do Sedano and Capshan. Yeah, what's that about? Mason They're not arguing about lanes yet. I've weaved in weed. I've weaved in weed to this show, and I should take it off then. You you should. That's it. You're not allowed to do anything that Mason and Ireland do. I've weed on this show, and now it's got to go. 
What's what burning Two can play at this game, Sliwa. <laughs> what else, Sliwa? You want to start getting on everybody's Sliwa. corners. These corners can be defined. What's our lane? You know, it's at um, uh, Murphy Beds. Like, what else is our oh, lane? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Murphy Beds. Uh, you know, dog. Well, we totally have dogs. Yours. Yeah. Granted, Rookie. you guys do talk about food in a much more entertaining way. Okay. I'll say that. You guys are really good at talking about food, especially Travis. Travis, Travis loves sushi at Albertsons. Wait, Mason and Alan can't or in talk Houston. about diets. You guys talk much more about diets, like all but the time, like every you show you talk about diets. We do. You could argue that Shidano and Cap also talk about diets. I've been talking about diets for a lot longer. That's true. But so, that show can kind of do what it wants. We're the anti-diets over here. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. I guess Travis would describe himself as a gluttonous man. He, uh, he has on it. It's on a promo. So that's kind of, that's his lane. And also, Andy, yes, they did steal the blame pie from you. Yeah, they <laughs> so stole the blame pie. The blame pie ended up getting used on the jump. It got used on all these different ESPN properties. And it all began with Mason and Ireland stealing it. And ESPN yeah. said thank you. Yes. <laughs> now, last week. That is now ours. Last they week they on, just said it with a thank you. They never said it with a check. Last week on Mason and Ireland. The, we had one of the best shows ever. Mason was in a great mood. I hope whatever combination of supplements and weed or whatever, caffeine, okay. he took before that show, he mm-hmm. takes before today's show. Andy was part of that show. Unfortunately, we don't get... I shouldn't say unfortunately. Don't no, say unfortunate. But I love Momo. But I we had like a jam going last week. Now, I think Momo can flow with us, but I'm a little worried that today's show's three and a half hours. It walks up to the Lakers, uh, right. Toyota Lakers third. counter wow. tip-off hill. Yep. And just based on what happened yesterday, them stealing material from Travis and Sliwa, I'm a little worried of how we're going to get through three and a half hours. Yeah, they today. did factor cap last week. They did. Uh, <laughs> they, they they changed out. We did, uh, we did everyone. We did radio Tinder. Yeah, like we did. We, we did everything. Come on. Yeah. So what's on the what's the A block? Yeah, there, Craig. I kind of like the A block. The yeah, A block well, is talk about be... going to the Final Four and going and rooting for San Diego State. Exactly. <laughs> no, our... they went to Dodger game. Should yeah. Oh, that's right. Dodger game. So we're going to talk about going to the Dodger game. They they were credentialed, which means they went in the press box. Saw all the old. The old press box. Bill Plunkett. Yeah. Hey, man, mm. you don't have me on the show anymore. <laughs> Saw Dave Vasse. Oh. <laughs> Saw. The shoulder okay? Saw. His shoulder. Yeah, I like David. I like. Vasse's. He's very no. smart. He knows what he's doing. No, he does know his Vasse's Dodgers. good at covering the Dodgers. Oh, right, settle but... down. Anyway, go ahead. We got the <laughs> wow. blue review. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, we do. And, and we met uh, a couple other people who were there. Nick Hamilton, who you guys know. Yeah, Nick I know Hamilton. Nicky. Yeah, Did you guys right have now. the uh, set? Maller was there? No, Maller was not there. Okay. You have the seventh inning Dodger Dogs? Yeah, it was fifth inning. Oh, fifth they bring, inning. They bring the free Dodger Dogs in the fifth, fifth inning. inning. What yeah. time do you guys actually get to the arena? Do you guys we, all go to the arena? Stadium. It's, it's a stadium. Yeah, there's, it's a field. <laughs> what time did you guys actually all get there? So both Mason and I were there around 5.30. Did you take an old BP? We saw, I saw BP from the press oh, box. Then we walked wow. around. We walked around the entire stadium. We'll talk about Which, that. Which, by the way, is solid. The loop. The yeah, loop the, is solid. Can Muncie actually loop. hit mm-hmm. during BP? He, th- he, he struck, struck out, out a three couple times. times. <laughs> yeah, he struck out three times in BP. He tends to but, strike out a few he, times. But he walked also. He walked once in BP. Hey, and that's what he does. If he walks, you know that he's starting to see the ball a little bit better. Now, you've already uh, taped today's edition of the Blue Review with Clinton Yates, which you can now find at ESPN LA every day on YouTube. It's right there with Lakers Talk Daily. What's uh, I know it's not up there. It'll be up there posted in about an hour, hopefully. What's the big uh, topic today on the Blue Review? The big topic was what it was like to actually be at my first game this season at Chavez. They've only played a few. Well, I know, but my first game there. Oh. So that's it's not the, like you waited till July. No, I know, but it was oh. my first game, and I saw the you saw the new LED lights, which oh, were, were nice. vi- which was very. And it's okay, a new look. Okay, is it the same thing now? It was freezing. 
the first game they did it, there was like, what what's going on here? What what was your initial reaction of it? I thought I thought it was cool. It, okay. it actually does bring a little bit of ambiance. It, it brings a different vibe than a Dodger games typically have. Okay. Um, I like when they hit the. Did home you think you were at Congo Room? Congo, yeah, everyone was getting crazy, going wild. <laughs> Did you walk up to Dave Roberts and says, "Hey, you're gutless"? <laughs> I said, "Chris Morales you says you're gutless." Trixie, the the live from yesterday. That was the live from yesterday. So it was. <laughs> there was supposed to be on. I don't know if you heard it on the I first didn't. base side. There was supposed to Mason's whole thing was we we need to go to Trixie. It's the new club on the first baseline. Yeah. That's actually a good bit. It was. But he go? got rid of it. No, it, it, it was, was a lie of the day. Lie of the day. I would have just assumed. Would you go if you? I still have never been to the club here. You never no? been to the dugout club? No, no the uh, the club at Hyde. Um, Hyde. Still never been to Hyde. What about Lexus? You went to Lexus Club. Lexus Club, yeah. but that that was more. It's like dinner. Yeah, it's not. It's not club club. Just I still have never been to Hyde. On t- tonight or uh, when tomorrow or when actually yeah. no, it's not until Friday. Yeah. On Friday, skip Friday. the second quarter. Yeah, Friday. Friday, Friday skip the second quarter and, and we'll what? go up to Hyde. Yeah, you go to Hyde. I could, I could do the Hyde. second quarter and then go to Hyde. You can see Quentin's buddy Julian in there. Oh, Julian, will you get my buddies in the Hyde? Do you go to Hyde all the time? No, I w- I've been there once with Cappy, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You yeah. ever been to Hyde? Yeah. It's, it's okay. Hyde. You're not missing anything. You talk about it. It's wonderful. Good. It's beautiful. The concept is a good idea. It is a good concept. It's fine, but it's not like your, your life is okay if you don't go to Hyde. If you want to go to Hyde, go to Hyde. No. No, I'm good. Are the Dodger dogs still horrible? The new the Dodger, Dodger dogs? So... They were smaller. I don't know if it's if they changed guys. Them it's now. horrible. So let's just make it smaller. <laughs> yeah, I mean they weren't. They were as much smaller. It was grilled. The one that I had was grilled. Oh, beautiful though. And That's it good. was smaller. And I put a bunch of stuff on it, so it made it so you don't really. What you put the on Dodger. there? I put ketchup, mustard, and onions. Did they bring back the diced onions? Can yeah, you do the that? Diced, the diced onions. Oh, the diced onions the, are back, Slee. Where you, you just go? had one? I just had one. I'm not eating. It's pretty good. Two of those. Well, he's got. He doesn't do well with meat at night. I do not. It's true. After seven o'clock, bad for my stomach. Not happening. <laughs> no, it's a bad thing. AK, that's a lot of information. <laughs> it is a lot <laughs> information. of information. Well, you know, I'm you trying to understand. You're Jewish. We you want get people a, to know. I'm stomach. trying to extract bits that we can do for the three and a half hour version of <laughs> Mason Momo this afternoon. Will Mace be mad at you because you told some of these stories? Uh, no, because we can tell stories and then tell them again. Okay. In a couple of hours. And, it's not like and gave, for years on. Like gave the details. Have you not heard Mason <laughs> Island before? They tell the same story 35,000 times a show. That's just Ireland. <laughs> Have you heard about when Ireland, uh, you know, was in lick, New Orleans and had yeah. to lick his shoe because he, he had to the do a The fact that you've been here for two years and you've heard that story more times. Okay, but can I tell you something? It's a good story. It's fire. That's a good story. <laughs> one. That's one. He got four more left. He's got to use fire five, five times today. So that's one? Mm-hmm. Somebody okay. said, Somebody said. no, 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 fire is still hip. It's all that's. I get that. I understand that. Somebody hit me on Twitter saying that. I'm like, no, well, that Emily was... insisted, though, that it's not, and she's it's the youngest not, of all of it's us. Not. It's outdated. Yeah, I it's mean, outdated. You can say it's already outdated? But it is fire is outdated. Fire still what do you say instead? is used. It's lit. It's still <laughs> used. Lit needs to stay forever. <laughs> Slee was like, me and all my friends, we still use fire. I will use fire till 2045. <laughs> I'm going to use it till it's completely done. Um, your boys again tonight. So just something real quick on the uh, on the Dodger blue that you were talking about. Yes, sir. So they're, it's kind of fascinating here. They either score 10 runs or they score nothing. It's very frustrating. However, they're plus 22 already in run differential. Well, yeah. And I know they're three and two. <laughs> I, I would take that's actually an incredible sign of what they've done so far. They've put up as many runs as they have in this period of time. I know they have two games with one run. Right. And the rest of the, what is it, 13, 8, and 10, something like that, or 13, 9, and 10, yeah, whatever 13, it is. Yeah, 13, 9, and 10, yeah. But just kind of keep that. Think about the bats that they lost. 
Chris Taylor finally got his home run yesterday. Muncie has been struggling. They're still putting up that many runs. That that feels like that's a good start to the season. Sure, it is a good start to the season. But the fact of the matter is, there are those two games that where they only have one run. That's still you're getting the feast or famine of this Dodger team that we've seen so often over the years. It's where it, it and it's every other game. Most likely, if the pattern holds, they're going to put I feel up like one you're describing run baseball <laughs> like over 162 no, games. It happens no, with think, this think team. About that. They, it they, happens with this team. It's 13 or one. They have 31 runs in the three. I think 31 runs total, maybe something like that. But they're they're putting up runs. That's not an issue. I know what you're saying. In a perfect world, don't give me 13. Give me five, and give me five the next game as well. Sure, I understand that. But don't you think that's going to even out? I, I think I mean, eventually, yes, it will even out. They're going to be positive in that plus run differential. Yeah. But also, I think a lot of it has to do with the pitch clock. I think because when when you start getting into that groove against a pitcher, where they, you can't slow them down anymore. It's not where you can be like, hey, let's just take call a deep time, breath. Yep. Take a deep breath. We'll calm you down. It doesn't matter anymore. Now you just have to go, 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 and it just and it's just going to be hit after hit after hit. So you're going to see a lot of these throughout baseball. You're going to see six, seven, eight, nine run innings. Well, if it goes, which the I think way, is great for baseball. If it goes the way. way it has gone, then that means tonight they would score a run. W- one run. Yes. You know what that was? That was real Dodgers talk. That That's what we do here. We do real Dodgers talk. Real Dodgers. And by the way, you got to give Sweet credit. He was just spitting out Dodgers information. Man was on a plane at 5.30 Central Time this morning on Spirit Airlines. You could do a lot of research at 5.30 in the morning on a plane. Not on Spirit, though, because that laptop's hitting you back in the face. No, I I was, listen, I was... It's $47. (laughs) (laughs) He printed out a bunch of Dodger stats before getting on the plane. Have you flew Spirit? Yes, it's terrible. You've flown Spirit? (laughs) No. Okay. Look at the size of me. (laughs) Do you think I can fly Spirit? So the two and there's no there's no first class. They have extenders. They don't have first. By the class. way, if the day that I got to get an extender, I don't think I should be fine. I for if you, I've, I came close once on a Southwest flight a few years ago where I was like, okay, it's time to Getting maybe close. cut out the carbs for a few weeks because I definitely need an extender. I think I held it in place while the stewardess walked by. It was a final. Sir, put your seat on. It is a is that the first one today? Is that the first it is a final today? No. Uh, we've teased it a couple. We've okay. gotten close. Okay. Sir, put your seatbelt on. Not right now. Okay, <laughs> Just walk by. You guys, I had a heavy breakfast. Ready. Maybe uh, no, later I, in the flight. Later I'm the holding flight. it. It's fine. <laughs> so they have. They don't have first class, like you said, right. but they have everything's three rows. Three rows this side, three rows this side. But the first couple of rows are two. Two seats. Okay? Ooh. And, and I, for all I know, they're charging 280 for on top of whatever for those seats because they're charging for everything. I was the first seat in front of the one two. Right? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even have a I didn't even have my um I didn't have that little table thing that comes out, right? I had the side one. I don't like the side table. I don't like the side I one. I didn't even know they made those. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a side table? You have to side open one. up the arm side table and pull it out. Yeah, oh, that's but rough. here's what yeah. it takes away. Since the table is there, you can't put your foot out. Like if I wanna <laughs> like just open my legs a little bit, I can't because the table's there. So I have to have my table out, put my leg out. <laughs> I mean, you're on spirit, spirit man. Yeah, you're on spirit. What do you yeah, expect I, for I, any of this? I just realized that. That's and Emily, never disrespect the OGs. Yeah, okay. M. Why, yeah. why going that? I didn't king. expect you to back down so fast. <laughs> now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good. The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Going at them. I fill in for Mason and Ireland once, and here I come, coming for the Kings. I, I, I win Game I love games the Jersey one. accent. <laughs> I love the Jersey the accent. Jersey accent is just as good as it gets. I all, we're also, guys, we're 108 days away from my favorite day of this year already. I know it's coming. The Barbie movie comes out in 108 days, 108. July 21st. Yep. Do a countdown every day. <laughs> the trailer released this morning and cast photos released this morning. It's going to be amazing. I'm not going to stop talking about it. You start a countdown. Get something in here that you can put up there. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my, uh, on my door to my office. Okay, guys? So don't talk to me on July 21st. Uh, but... First, I'm going to talk about something again that was brought up on Mason and Island because I uh, oh. was listening to it earlier. So, Mason and Island were talking about how Kevin Demoff, the C, uh, is it COO or CEO? COO. COO of the Rams. He always signs his text like dash Kevin. Like, oh, that this is from Kevin. As if you're writing an email, as if you're writing a, a letter, but instead of it's a text, it's you know it's who it's coming from. So, you find it weird when someone signs their texts. Alan, Patrick Cap. If it's somebody, I would go cap on this. If it's somebody that maybe you don't talk to a lot, maybe they're not. You're not sure if how much history you have is actually texting each other. I'll put as an example, but I, this isn't the best example. If I'm trying to get somebody to come on the pregame show and they cover the Oklahoma City Thunder or something like that, okay, maybe I've I've texted with this person once or twice before. I will. Put on there, Allen seven ten ESPN something along those lines, just so they know. But as like a dash after your content of your text, like hey, like no, you go return, return. You give a couple lines, and then you go dash. Yeah, you do that. Maybe not. Maybe not exactly like that, but kind of a similar, um, similar context to it. So not that weird for me. I, I, but it more comes with people that you don't text with all the time. Morales, uh, cap because I do it a lot when I when I'm reaching out to somebody Why? who. I don't think I'm in their phone, and I've had people tell me, oh, I saw it. I realized you weren't in my phone, so I stored you right then and there. It sort of makes them feel bad, kind of like when you meet somebody, and you say, oh, good to see you again, and they're like, oh, crap, I don't remember meeting. Oh, and they're like, oh, great to see you again. How's everything? It all it lowers the wall. You got to lower the wall in life. What if you have their number, and you know, and you text them often, and you have a- Well, not well, if it's often, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, so, I, M, if I'm texting you, I'm not going to dash Alan. Right. But it's also, there's a difference between, hey, it's Alan, would you mind coming on, Alan Sliwa from 710 ESPN, would you mind coming on the pregame show, or just saying, would you mind coming on the pre- pregame show, dash, dash, Alan. It's just a little, it's it's the text uh, of it all, you know? It's, it makes it a little different. Andy? I mean, 
cap as somebody who signs every single tweet that he sends out. There's only so much room I have to criticize anybody putting their signature at the end of anything. It's joint, though. I mean, you're not sharing a phone with somebody. I'm sure there's somebody. Bring up joints. Why, Taylor? (laughs) Forgot about. We can't talk about that. I'm sorry. Uh, It wouldn't bother me. Uh, it well, it doesn't bother me if you're over 45, let's say. Um, but if you're younger than that, I don't know. I don't think you should be doing it. And thanks, Alan, for the text. I'm I only going to so it's not fire if you're under 20, 45. <laughs> not fire. Two. Yeah, Alan, I, I appreciate the text. I now can now I can I'm save your number. I'm only going to dash Emily <laughs> moving forward. It'll be great. Dash. All right. So a a gender reveal went wrong in a restaurant, uh, and people were trying to help the family afterwards. But it just was it it something burst and it Bam! kind of set off the fire alarms in this restaurant. So <laughs> it was not okay. So gender reveal parties are a waste of time and money. Andy, factor cap. Absolutely fact. <laughs> like when you take into account everything that comes into raising a child and all the money that you're going to end up spending on a child, the gender reveal party, especially if you're going over the top, that is just lighting your money on right, fire. Gone, and nobody have likes these. Have you gone to these? Have you gone to? No. Okay. No. I don't have any friends who are that lame. Like, no. <laughs> seriously. No, I challenge you to find anybody who went to a gender reveal party and walked out of it saying, loved it. I'm glad I went. All right, Al? Um. I don't get them. I don't understand. I'm going to, if somebody else, I'm going to go cap. If somebody else wants to do it, they can do it. Just don't expect me. I don't want to feel obligated to go. I have never been to a gender reveal party. I have some cousins who have done a gender reveal party. And that is, I always got that card of, well, I I got work. I'm in LA. They're in San Diego. It's probably a waste of money, but it's their waste of money. So if that's what they want to do because they feel like that's a great thing to do for them and their family, I don't have a problem with so it. So it is a fact. It is a waste of money. All right, Morales? Fact. Uh, cap. I said cap. Uh, fact. You can't, fact. You can't answer my fact, fact or cap. Fact. Come on, dash dash Allen. <laughs> I have a friend who was recently involved in the planning of one, and just her telling me about the play-by-play of it all it was it was nauseating to me. So I can only imagine being actually involved in it mm. or having to go to one. Oh, Andy's right. You got enough to pay for, Jack. Seriously. Just save your money. <laughs> but probably, I'm, I'm assuming anybody who does a gender reveal party, it's their first kid, right? And they have no idea what the expenses are going to be, and then they probably won't well, let's do it Let's ask Andy. Brian's got a, your brother Brian's got a lot of kids. Has he done gender reveal parties for number five or six or whatever it is? <laughs> if he has, <laughs> thankfully, he never invited me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Are yeah, you the godfather to any of the children? Not officially, no. Oh, wow. Oh. Although, I, I imagine that I would be, because I... Look, if you... Is in there a, paperwork? Yeah. There's no paperwork. Oh, well, see, no, it, actually, that's not true. In the there church, is, in the Catholic church, there's paperwork. Uh, well, the Catholic church is none of my business. Uh, well. um, but I do believe that- I'll introduce you to somebody. I, I do believe, for though- the that, <laughs> For the table. For the table. That is my business. I love love stuff being ordered for the table. My, we do that as well, Chris. Uh, that's really good. Taylor? Uh, yeah, fact. This is sheer stupidity. It seems like they always involve- Guns or fires or people falling in the water too. It's Balloons just, that yeah. end up exploding. Yeah, idiocy. And just sets all of well, California look, on let's, fire. Exactly. Let's be honest. It's always the dumbest people who do gender reveal parties. That it's shouldn't always be having the kids. Ab- yes, like s- frankly, they're pushing the limits just by procreating. Like they should absolutely <laughs> not be celebrating said procreation with a gender reveal party. I kind of want to go to one now. I've never been to one. Well, we could do a 710 gender reveal party. (laughs) For whom? 
Nobody in particular, we're just doing it. <laughs> we got the rodeo in February. Then we have a gender reveal party in August. Well, no, is there a listener who's expecting? <laughs> oh, now you're... Okay. Yeah, that's a whole thing. We got to, like, contest it. We got to write up rules. All right, so... Got to be pregnant. Need to see the sonogram. <laughs> Give it away. Take us to our gender reveal party. 877... <laughs> All right, so there was a there's a forum on Reddit called like you know am I the you know what and so this guy posted and said that he um, was made to feel bad because he decided to quote unquote manspread on a plane, but he said it's because he's tall because it hurts his knees and he needs to spread out and he needs to take up all the space. So you believe that it's acceptable to manspread on a plane, Morales, Factor Cap? What does that mean exactly? So it means that you're spreading your feet, your wet legs really wide. Oh, okay. You're not close together. You're oh. taking up more space than your allotted space. So here's the problem. Again, I am North American cut like Trav. So I'm a big right foot outside of the aisle guy. Okay. Which sometimes leading leads to me getting swacked by people walking oh, yeah. by. That's oh, also yeah. that's better than in the middle. Yes. Know? Oh, I can't. come on, me in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I actually violate my. I don't man spread. Like I keep the left side very proper for the person who's in the middle or next to me. Yeah. But that right leg, I'm kicking it out a little bit for room. Yeah. And I get tripped up and swatted all the time. So I guess I violate the rule. Al. Um, I think there are rules to society. One of those rules are. Uh, Kind of keep your legs where they need to be. I understand you might be tall. I understand that you need a little bit more space. I, I get the I get the elbow rest, the you know the arm rest. I understand that that one's kind of a little bit more for the community. But if you take your leg and go into my lane and think that that's okay, and I'm not going to say anything. What world are we living in? Keep your you know keep it tighter. Legs touching is starting to get very familiar. Like <laughs> it really is that. It can be misinterpreted as signals. Like there can be a lot going on. Like it's one thing when your arms touch on the armrest. Like that's just yeah. normal airplane behavior. It happens. Legs start touching. Yep. That's something. Head rests on shoulder. <laughs> that's something. level three. Yes. Yeah. So Andy? if so if somebody put their head on your shoulder and fell asleep. Yeah. Would you let them because you know they're exhausted? Like, if you knew they were exhausted and they I, needed a nice rest. I was so prepared to put my head on this dude's shoulder next to me today, but I didn't do it. It'd just be very awkward. Like, I don't think there's 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 no scenario that would play out where somebody would be like, I'm comfortable with this stranger where I'm going to put my head on his shoulder. It has happened to me on a plane before, and I shook that person. Get off my shoulder. Not having it. Absolutely not. Strange. It was a stranger. Four-year-old grandma. <laughs> You're a bad guy. You're an you know what? She knows what she did. Get some more sleep <laughs> next time. Yeah, exactly, Granny. But Andy, can you manspread on planes? Factor cap. <laughs> Morales <laughs> just spit take, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I, I just Is went. It acceptable. I just went into an entire rant about legs touching on Factor planes. cap. Factor cap. Just say the words. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Cap, you can't do it. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Cap, pretty much everything these guys have said, I don't know much to add, but you can't be touching other people. Right. Taylor's tall. Yeah, I know. So this, is, it, this must run, happen a lot for you. I'm touching points. the person in front of me, but you know the, oh. the back of their the back of their right. chair. Yeah, Taylor picks up one of those like help seven that. foot long legs and twists it over the other. But knee, you know what? And that's if, the end if of you it. Physically, stretch, I can't if you stretch your legs, and his legs are going all the way under the seat. That's fine because as long as the person in front of you is also stretching their legs. So it's no issue. All right, last one, guys. Uh, so I have a group chat with some friends from college 
who I don't really keep in touch with anymore, but they also just tend to blow up my phone a lot in kind of annoying ways. And so I decided to mute it. So I don't get notifications for it and I don't see it. Occasionally, if I want to, I can go back and look at it, but I typically just don't even go back to it. So you have group chats that you put on mute. Taylor, if I cap. Oh, yeah, fact. I think this is pretty much every group chat I've ever been in. I put it on mute and just check it later. <laughs> All right, Alan. Uh, current one, the one that I, the same group that we got five guys that are on there. Four of us went to the San Diego State, you know, obviously the final four. What happened to the fifth guy? Um, Wasn't invited or he what? He lives in Jordan, so he's oh. not able to come. Not, gotta fly over? Not come really, on. yeah. Not really uh, feasible there. Spirit didn't come over from Jordan. <laughs> Direct from Amman. (laughs) (laughs) Right to Houston. Don't want a middle seat on that one. I muted that chat, and I muted it because it's just too active. It's just, there's so many messages on there, and it doesn't help because then by the time I actually look at it, there's 24 messages. I'm not going to catch up to it. So yes, fact, I do mute messages. Morales? Cap, I'm an over-eager group chatter. I enjoy group chats. I like to send gifts i like to send pictures of the group from old days and then i'm always disappointed because nobody else's enthusiasm is up there <laughs> i'm an i mean Slee, i think you know this you're on a few group chats i'm an over eager group chatter and i always get disappointed but it's not it's I, i'm telling you at least this chat it's 15 messages a day what do you want me to do with that that's a lot you're not sending 15 messages i can a day. I can. <laughs> if you respond, right I will. That's what you're telling me. Do you want me, a picture basically. of you and I from three years ago on this day? I'll send it. <laughs> hey, Andy? Uh, Cap, I don't do that. The The group text that I'm in, I actually enjoy those threads. I want to be up to date with them. Also, too, the way Taylor talked about group chat threads and Morales, totally on brand for both of them. It is absolutely believable but that it, it Taylor doesn't mean would you lo- don't care. You just you just check it every couple hours. Whatever. I'm know? just saying yeah. the fact that you can live without being completely up to date and yeah. talking in all of them in real time. Oh yeah. On brand that Morales is the one instigating all the text threads. Also on brand. Taylor muted me, and it's not even a group chat. <laughs> it's just me. It's that green bubble man. I'm like Taylor. There's nobody else on here. Why are you muting me? All right, um, we come back, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I know I teased it about um, looking at load management and if there's a way to solve the problem. The NBA is trying to do it. Is there a solution to it? Uh, Plus, we'll uh, hit on the Lakers and this big week. This is a final week of the season. There's only four games left, and what could be determined over these four four final games? Do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, AK in the house, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I've been Tuesday on Travis Itzliwa. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in AK in the house. Trav. So, Andy, you know, we were doing the bit last during Factor Cap about the group text. Mm-hmm. Well, no, actually it was about the signing your group text, right? Signing your name yeah. on a text. So he sends us a text to Emily Slee and myself, and he wrote fact dash AK. Here's my thing: you don't have Taylor's number. I don't actually. So Taylor won't give him his number. You have to guess. I I don't have Taylor's. Yeah. Let's number. keep it that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm more than. I tried to, to add him to the group text, but I guess you can't do that on iPhones anymore. You used to be able to add somebody into a group text. I can't. I think figure it's because out. there's a green bubble in the group text, which is why you can't add people. Who's the green? Oh, yes. No. Oh. It's amazing how much people are very passionate about the bubble. The bubble situation they is really a real are. thing. I did not know. I got a good friend from college who's in one of these group texts, yep. but he's been removed from a different one because of specifically the of the green bubble. It's it's I, true. I, listen, I, I was and his, his I was educated his, on this. His is the less active text thread. Why won't Taylor give <laughs> why can't you get his phone number? Why didn't he give you his phone number? I just sent it. Oh, see, there we go. Oh, nice. We there bring we go. people together. That's what we do on Travis and Sleeva. Unlike the other shows that are divisive. I thought Andy was going to, I thought Taylor was going to say, well, he doesn't have Andy's number, but apparently. No, because Travis, uh, Travis. Did that work? Taylor, yes, it did work. Taylor out. is prepared for the people he works with that mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to need somebody's number. Right. Andy, you've only been here 100 years and you don't have everybody's number. Look, I am used to just everybody reaching out to me. Oh, big star, big star. Prepare star. yourself Get for the a Lakers, barrage. Yeah, the Lakers podcast. No, no, no. I have the Locked On Sorry. Lakers podcast. It's available five days a week. That's Monday through Friday. Just like podcast. Lakers Talk Daily or the Blue Review. <laughs> is there Travis. a video component? There is a YouTube component. <laughs> there is. There Travis and Sliwa continues now. Um, all right, so, AK, I, I don't know how you feel about this, and I don't know if the NBA is going to find a solution to it. I really don't. This comes up a lot, and, and it definitely comes up, I'm sure, when you're covering the Lakers, and they're, they're going to get ready to play a team. Lakers got the Clippers coming up tomorrow. Clippers are a good example, a good example of a team that's always kind of load-managed. So the NBA, in their new collective bargaining agreement, has it in, um, has it in, the, in the new terms – that to hit a lot of these thresholds, if you want to win MVP, if you want to be Rookie of the Year, if you want to be a lot of these individual awards, and there's other things on there as well, you got to play at least 65 games. 65 games is the number. I Just help me understand this. When you watch today's NBA, how much in watching a game or preparing for a game or looking forward to watching a game, how much are you the highs and the lows because of load management? Does it have that much of an effect on, do you think about it a lot? Let's put it that way. It's hard for me to answer this in certain respects because I'm covering the league as part of my job. So I'm not feeling the same highs and lows that a fan would as a consumer of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like As much as I love the excitement of the NBA – my job exists as my job, and it becomes separate from the way the highs and the lows affect you purely as a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, are there times where I've where I felt a game becomes anticlimactic, though, because such and such star isn't playing that night? I think some, yeah, it does happen. I do think though that we throw around now load management too loosely. Like you know, when, when a player doesn't play in a game, like the second end of a back-to-back, yep. because they are very 
they're very recently removed from an injury. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that uncommon or that objectionable. Like if somebody's injury was serious and they're easing their way back into this thing, especially if they're like a 10-year veteran or something like that, I know it sucks from the fan perspective if you paid your money to go to that game and that star isn't there. It certainly has an effect on the TV ratings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But is it reasonable? Like is the question, is this reasonable? I don't think it's unreasonable. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think I don't think it's unreasonable for players to be cautious in certain respects. I also and this is what I think gets really lost this is less about team uh, players and more about teams. This is a team thing. Team philosophy, yeah. right? Well, mm-hmm. this is the part that I I think is driving this more than anything else, and I don't think it gets talked about enough. These superstar contracts now, or even just high-end role players, but especially superstars, Yep. these contracts are so expensive now. Mm-hmm. And for teams, they're looking at, potentially getting into the playoffs, which is extra revenue. Like the 82 games, those are baked into the cake. The playoffs is the extra revenue. So if you have a superstar, and the reason you bring in those superstars is to try to compete, long playoff run, maybe win a championship, you're trying to get the most out of your investment of a guy that's making $40, $50 million a year. This is way more Mm team-driven than it is player-driven. Like most players, like if they're midway through their contract and they, you know, they know they've got three more years of guaranteed money, why would they hold themselves out? There's no, there's no logical reason they would be like thinking about their. They're not thinking about their next contract four years from now. This is team driven. Okay, so how how big of a problem do you think it is? Because I, I I'll tell you this, I don't think about load management all that much. Okay, and maybe this is just simply like you said, we're just covering the team. But I, I watch a lot of basketball. I mean, if the Lakers don't have a game, uh, there's a very good chance I'll I'll look on NBA TV and see. Okay, is there a game on? Is there not a game? If Steph Curry's not playing in a game, I get it, and and it's just they're holding him out. The product is completely different. So it's I'm not going to try to make an example and say, well, I'm still watching if Steph because it changes the product, no question about it. But I guess the question is, I don't know if there's a solution to this because if ultimately the goal is, we were talking about San Diego State earlier, right? And you were saying, Al, that's a really ugly product. I don't know how you can sit and watch some of that 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 uh, product on a night-in-night-out basis. I would come back to you and say, it might be ugly, but if it's working for them, isn't the goal to try to win some tournament games? And if that's at the end of the day, if these NBA teams are trying to strategically position themselves to have a uh, a shot at, at making a playoff run, I understand the strategy. So I hear the noise, but I don't know if anything is going to get done by, and I don't know if the NBA can do anything about it. If if at the end of the day, if they feel it's in our best interest not to have home court in the first round or not to have home court in the second round, but our guys that we need are healthy, I think they're going to go with strategy number two. Again, I mean, they're separate issues. One of them is a team goal issue. The other one is health of the league issue or you know, just the, the big picture involving the league. Are you, are you drumming up the most possible interest? Are you putting out the best possible product? The answer is no. They're no, not. They're, they're clearly not. They're not. Mm-hmm. And you know wh- whether. But you, is there enough noise to stop? There's 
you could not possibly have more noise about load management mm-hmm. than exists. But it gets talked about. Gets constantly. talked about, but is it is it affecting the bottom line? Because if it's not I mean, affecting the bottom line, aren't they just going to keep doing it? Of course they will. I mean, but also too, like I said, all of these different teams, mm-hmm. you know, the investments that they have in their superstar players. I don't care if you're a billionaire. Billionaires care about making money. We see this all the time because there are billionaires that could spend further into the luxury tax, but they don't. Why? Because they all care about getting the most out of their investment that they can. Well, playing playoff games is obviously have a lot to do with that as far as revenue goes. So uh, maybe they're not playing all 82, but they're getting playoff games. All right, do both Anthony Davis and LeBron James need to play both of these back-to-backs? That's going to be an interesting kind of scenario here for the Lakers over the next two games. Utah Jazz today or tonight, and then the Clippers tomorrow night. Obviously, crypto, it's a Clippers home game. And how important is that Clippers game tomorrow? That's all coming up next. Travis and Sleeva Show, AK in the house, 710 ESPN.